Life can be many things to many people. What do you want your life to be? In this exclusive Spotify podcast, discover the art of living with Gurudev. Our ancient rishis has estimated the age of the present creation to be around 10 billion years whereas in other tradition it is just 15000 years but now recently european space telescope has measured the age from looking at the fossil radiation from big bang and it exactly matches with the prediction of ancient rishis my question is did they have another route to this truth because the technology was not available we have largely ignored our ability to cognize you know our consciousness has the ability to cognize so they went the subjective route anything you cognize you cognize through the mind right mind cognizes through senses this is an objective cognition when you turn the mind inward and take another dimension of cognition then uh, many secrets reveal to us and interestingly it matches very well with what we see from the objective cognition because truth is the same gurudev there are many physics based all these laws in many ancient scriptures like the laws of motion in kannada samhita even long long before newton rediscovered these laws similar to gravity concept of dna and atoms etc then why this western literature is getting huge attention and citations the spirit to do research the scientific temper took a back seat that is when we lost and this is partially also because there was no support from the establishment this country was ruled by invaders for a long time and so science was never encouraged in those times that could be one reason another reason is we considered things to be too sacred and too localized and people kept it themselves they would only pass on to their own children uh, they test the student where they are capable and then nobody passes those tests and so they don't pass on to anybody <laughs> that's how the transfer of knowledge was hampered and spirit of inquiry scientific tempo was somewhere curtailed third thing was when the country was facing so many challenges security challenges food and famine with all this you know science takes a back seat but still we should salute those people who have at least maintained the original books all along so at least we could know now that such things do exist zero concept of zero purnamada uh, purnamida this mantra everybody recites but never related this with zero the whole formula of zero is said in that purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate that is full this is full and when this this full comes out of that fullness yet that fullness remains the same and when this fullness is subtracted from that then again fullness remains <laughs> zero subtracted from zero is zero zero added to zero is zero you know we never saw the mantras from this angle 
Similarly, if you listen to Rudram chanting, there come Eka Chame, Tisras Chame, all odd numbers are chanted. And then even numbers are chanted. I mean, there is some certain computing that is happening there. And these secret formulas had to be explored. Even numbers they used to remember, these are called avdhan. There is a technique called avdhan. If you say 50 numbers in all different uh, permutation combinations, in whatever sequence you say, the person listens in just few seconds, they'll repeat the same thing in the same order. This is almost a photographic memory. Attuning your memory to say, Shatavda, I mean 100 numbers. You can go on saying 28, 29, uh, 48, 89, 34, and they'll repeat it in the same sequence. These are abilities that our consciousness has, our mind has. You simply have to attune to it. You simply have to learn and practice it. Train yourself in this. Uh, most of us have a feeling of individuality and uh, a feeling, a sense of uh, being different from another person, a sense of I-ness. That do every cell, each cell of our body also have this feeling of I-ness? And on a humorous side, Gurudev, does virus also have a feeling of I-ness? <laughs> See, the feeling of I-ness only I can know. <laughs> so if a virus has a feeling of I-ness, only virus can know. You know Brahman, you become Brahman. Knowing you, you become you. So one who knows Brahman, he becomes Brahman. Gurudev, modern science says matter does not exist. All that we see is vibration. So then God is a, God a being or the underlying force behind this universe or God is just a vibration? Just vibration, you are right. <laughs> God is asti, bhati, priti. Asti means it is, it shines or it exhibits and priti, it is love. And love is just a vibration, it is not a substance. And the world is Nama and Rupa, name and form. Say, I, I touch a bottle or some object, it looks like resid, but science says vibration. So from which realm of my consciousness I can experience that? Well, when you are in waking state of consciousness, you touch a bottle, you feel you are touching a bottle. Suppose your hands are numb, you touch a bottle, you don't feel that the bottle is there. In a sleeping state of consciousness, you may be touching the bottle, you will not even know that it's a bottle. You may think you are holding some gada. <laughs> your sensory perceptions have all limitations. After holding an ice cube in your hand, touch something and it looks very hot. So, it's all perception. Whatever signal your brain gets, it's just used to certain band of signals. You say you see some area as very dark, but cat doesn't see it as dark. The frequency in which we live, our perceptual world, is very limited. Our existence has a huge range of perceptions. The capacity of the lens of our eyes is very limited. That's why you put a microscope and there's a bigger lens. Through that you see so that you are able to perceive what the naked eyes can, cannot see. But things do exist. 
isn't it? Just because I don't see it, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Gurudev, in nature, matter, collection of matter maximizes entropy or chaos with time. But for life to happen, it needs organization. Then how Gurudev from chaos life appeared or manifested? Chaos is part of life. Orderliness and chaos, they are two sides of the same coin. Entropy is very much part of creative process. So that's why in the, in the ancient times they've said, yes, when the creative process continues, it becomes destructive. So destruction is also part of creation. And in between the maintenance principle is where we say there should be zero entropy. Uh, Gurudev, in science, there are two schools of thoughts. One says that uh, matter came first, then consciousness arose. But lately, some scientists are uh, saying that consciousness is fundamental and matter came later. Which one is true? I would say this is a linear thinking, <laughs> one after another. Why could it all not happen simultaneously? I think it's more scientific to think spherical. You know, we don't need to find one spot of origin for anything. We need not have to say, oh, whether coconut plant first originated in Kerala or in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, how did it happen, you know? Did the coconut float through to Hawaii to all the way and get sprouted there again? No. Everything can happen simultaneously everywhere. In this sense, the more possibilities of um, what I would call a spherical thinking is needed. The linear thinking in which we say something begins somewhere and ends somewhere. So we try to find one origin for everything. That need not be. In fact, it is not. Gurudev, science says that energy can neither be created nor be destroyed. So what is the source of this huge energy in this cosmos? How did it manifest? Again, I'm saying we are uh, trying to find source for something which has no beginning. There is a word used in the ancient scriptures called anadi, means beginningless. And anant, endless. So where does this uh, universe begin? It doesn't begin anywhere. See, if you uh, take a tennis ball and try to find where did it begin here, <laughs> it will be a futile exercise because every point is a beginning and every point can be the end also. Right? Uh, Gurudev, science has made amazing discoveries such as uh, discovery of guard particle, black holes and also indirect evidence for the dark matter. Are there any mention of uh, such things in the in our ancient scriptures? There is one sukta which is called the sukta of creation in Rigveda. It is called Nasadiya sukta. Tama asi tamasa. That means the tamas, the darkness was enveloped by darkness in the beginning. Nasadasi, nosadasi tada. There was neither existence nor non-existence. When you uh, read that sukta, it it is very confusing for a lay person. They don't understand it at all. 
in the beginning there was neither this nor that darkness was enveloped with darkness so that very much uh, explains two type of darkness one that envelops another that gets enveloped so that could be dark matter and dark energy and it says it's energy you know there are a lot of those mystical and uh, scientific data but unfortunately people who know the ancient scriptures they have no knowledge of science and those who are in science they have not made any effort to look into the ancient scriptures somewhere we must bridge this gap the all the past and future events do they actually exist anywhere else than our human mind and if not so then is time just a theoretical concept created by us events as energy they do exist because energy can never be destroyed but event as physical happening no same in the mind you know in the mind the events exist as a memory memory is nothing but wavelength or a form of energy in this sense yes in the akashic records all that has happened in the past do exist so it is possible to download them also gurudev scriptures uh, describe existence of life or beings uh, in other lokas are they referring to the aliens do they visit the earth all possible <laughs> <laughs> we call them aliens because we have no uh, knowledge about them right and you cannot deny the existence of aliens because your knowledge is very limited and of course there are many realms many planes of existence see our brain is just a frequency analyzer we only know only certain things our frequency is very limited but through meditation you have the capacity to expand your bandwidth your frequencies then many other visions many other realms can be explored gurudev with advancement in artificial intelligence do you think machines can become sentient like humans well then they are no longer machines <laughs> then that is what you say oh we have created a life here so the possibility is always there gurudev what is the difference between the brain and the mind and where do all thoughts originate from and is thought the primal energy in all creation and in this universe no brain is in one place you know as doctor you know but mind is all over you your memory is stored in every part of the body every cell has memory when we are so alive and it is the mind or consciousness which keeps us very alive and consciousness again has many different functions memory intellect perceptual ability which we say that aspect of consciousness by which you perceive normally in the vedic terms you call that as mind or awareness then the other aspect of it is when the same consciousness plays the role of decision making judging discriminating and there is one more aspect of the same consciousness identity it identify itself with something so that's why it's called antakarana chatushtaya the four different aspects of consciousness brain is the boom box but the 
frequencies that get exhibited in it is the mind. Brain is located in a physical spot, but mind is all over. It would be wrong to think those radio waves are only in the boom box. It's all over the room. Like that, our mind is all over the body. Gurudev, as an ophthalmologist, I've seen many blind children being able to read and identify objects and colors after the intuition process. It's it is just amazing. Is there a scientific explanation for this phenomenon? I would leave that to scientists to do more research <laughs> on that. It only exhibits, demonstrates that uh, we are not using our hundred percent uh, brain capacity in a normal course of life. But if we train our brain to function differently or uh, train those cognitive aspects of our ourselves, we can do many things. We can see even blindfolded. It's like everybody has ten fingers, but not everyone can bring about uh, music from those ten fingers. <laughs> it's just a matter of training. Guruji, every scientific path-breaking research came out of a spark of intuition and then followed by logic. Does that mean all the we have to overcome the logic and the intuition to realize the ultimate reality? In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says, "Yo buddhe paratattvasa." That which is beyond the buddhi is that which is reality. But to get there. Buddhi yoga is essential. You unite with intellect. It's not discarding intellect, in discarding logic. You go to the height of logic and transcend that. You need logic. Unfortunately, people have misunderstood. They said, uh, if something beyond logic means you shun the logic, <laughs> not shunning logic, but not getting stuck in logic. To eat pudding, you need the spoon, but you can't chew the spoon. <laughs> the spoon you should take and put the pudding in the mouth. But if you start chewing the spoon, you will have no teeth left. <laughs> Logic is essential to get the vigyan, both knowledge, scientific knowledge and spiritual knowledge. Logic is essential, but you cannot get stuck in the logic because logic depends on our previous knowledge. What we call logic is a connectivity of known knowledge, and our knowledge is limited. When we accept our knowledge is limited, then we have to accept our logic is also limited. Our logic cannot surpass our knowledge. Gurudev, one third of our life we spend in sleep, yet it remains a mystery. Can you please tell Gurudev what exactly happens to our consciousness when we are sleeping? It is one of the three states of consciousness that human life goes through: waking, dreaming, sleeping. So, knowing the sleep itself helps you to transcend sleep, and this is also one type of meditation. Maharshi Patanjali says, "Swapna nidra valambanamba." Knowledge of sleep and dreams can help you to transcend them both. And experience the fourth state of consciousness. The sleep is a mystery, and um, we all live that mystery without realizing it's a mystery. Guru, the millions of people worldwide are having sleeping problems like insomnia, especially after COVID. 
So what can we do to improve the quality of our sleep? When the mind gets stuck with just the events that has happened in the past or superimposes what it what could happen in the future in itself, then the sleeping trouble happens. So broaden one's vision about life, about the universe, and practices like pranayama, yoga nidra, meditation, sudarshan kriya. All this can help people out of insomnia, the sleep disorders. Gurudev, does parallel worlds exist? Do people with psychosis, they actually experience these parallel worlds? And how can we help them through spirituality? You know, people with psychosis are like needles stuck between two radio stations. See, in the car, when you tune a station, sometimes you get two stations coming together. There is news coming and there is a music coming at the same time. Have you experienced this? This is what happens in the psychosis. Different realms do exist. You cannot deny the existence of many realms. As I said earlier, our brain is just a frequency analyzer. But psychosis is so much different than cognition. When you cognize different levels of existence, uh, it is as clear as now as we are sitting and talking. Psychosis is a mix-up of realities. Guruji, modern science has established that time runs differently at different points in space because the force of gravity is different. Like one hour uh, near black hole could be several days on Earth. Is this concept of time running differently also mentioned in our ancient scriptures? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Very interestingly, yes. The manmantras are there and how they started is how much time it takes to punch a lotus uh, petal with a needle. That is called truti. Hundred truti is one lobe. So one is the calculation of time. Second is time at different realms. What is one year for us is just one day for the devas. Hope you liked the episode. Follow Art of Living with Gurudev only on Spotify to get the latest updates.